Hi, welcome back to the Sunday Edit Podcast. I am your host, Maggie, and I am with my co-host, Faith. And today we are talking about navigating friendships, specifically with females. Uh, We got a question in about that. And so we're really excited to dive into that this month. Yes, we got a DM from a friend and I can just read it off. It says... Love this social media episode. I'd love to hear you guys talk about female friendships since you guys seem to have a great and healthy friendship. I love that. That was so nice. That's so sweet. Right. I feel like we work hard on this, you know? We do. It definitely takes some work. Amen, sister. Yeah. Amen. Um, Well, I want to talk about first impressions. And I don't know if I'm going to like where this is headed. Right. But it's fine. Just tell me, what was your first impression of me? Okay. So to set the scene, this was six years ago. Actually, was it six years? Basically, almost to the month. Like, it was around this time of year. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was the fall. So we met for the first time in Southern California. Um, doing missions work and we ended up in living in the same house and I remember okay oh man so we lived with 14 girls we ended up sleeping in the same room but I was like in the loft area and you were like down the stairs a little bit (laughs) and you came in and your mom you were with your mom and I remember (laughs) I just remember thinking like who is this person that is coming in with their mother? <laughs> I don't remember. I re- I thought you were cool. Like I didn't think anything like negative. I just kind of was like, who are you? And like, I think maybe when I think of like when parents come to like the camp or to like drop them off or whatever, I'm kind of, I always, what did I think? I mean... I don't know. I felt like, I felt like I could tell you were from California. Does that make sense? Like you were like very California girl to me. Um, and I just, honestly, I just thought it was funny that your mom, your, cause your mom was so involved. That's what was funny to me. Cause your oh, yeah. mom is just like that. 110%. This woman yeah. is so involved. Right. Well, so for me, I wasn't bringing my car to Huntington. And why would I fly with like three pieces of luggage or whatever, if I can just drive, if she can drive me down. Right. So she drove me down and is also just, she is who she is. She loves being involved. She loves meeting people. Yeah. We let her. It was cute. So my first impression of you was, um, Oh, I'm nervous. (laughs) You are so different from when I first met you because you were very like, I want to say like, like loud with your outfits and like your, the way you expressed yourself. I was then or now? Then. I was then. Oh, that's funny. Now I feel like your aesthetic and your personality like very much like blend. Like you're very chill. You're very calm. Yeah. Easygoing. I think your like aesthetic matches that. But when I met you, I just remember like these like 
bright, this like bright florally shirt or you'd put on like pink lipstick. That's right. I, I was super into pink lips. I know. And like maybe jewelry, maybe you were like playing with jewelry or something, but just like it didn't compute with like your personality, which was chill. I mean, I feel like we were younger, so we were a little bit more like energetic, I think, but still for you, the word energetic is still on a more like chill basis. Yeah, that's true. I also like California Maggie is so different than Colorado Maggie. Facts. I see that a lot. Yeah. And my, yeah, you're right. Like my style has definitely changed. I used to wear leather jackets. I had this leather jacket that I wore in California Mm -hmm. all the time. You had like, uh, this blunt short haircut, you bleached your hair, you'd curl it. I was like, yeah, you're right. California Maggie definitely is like more with, I don't know, maybe trendier. Yeah. Do you remember? Okay. This is so random and I don't know if you'll remember this, but we were heading to church on a Wednesday night. We went to, um, what is that church called? It's called church home now, but it was called something else. Yeah. In Hollywood. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we were going with maybe someone else. I can't remember. And we were at the Evangeline, which was like a name of one of the houses. And I forgot who said it, but one of our friends was like, dang, like you get, you guys better act nice to people. Cause you look like mean girls and all those biker jackets. Oh, that's <laughs> we, were so all, funny. we were all wearing our leather jackets and. Oh man. Do you know what? I think I remember that day because I wore, we went to urban outfitters and I bought these like size 10 No, They're probably size 11, like black feathery slippers. And I wore them there because I have a picture of it. That's why I remember. And they were so big for me. You bought, I don't wait. You yes. wore slippers to church. I wore slippers to church. M- Margaret, I would never let you do that. No, no, no. But honestly, it was a vibe though. No, no, was cool. no, no. It was cool. It was cool. <laughs> I am unaware of your footwear back then. <laughs> I was just, I don't know what I was doing, but you were, you were going through a little style blip little transition yeah it was yeah i don't know um yeah well, great I'm first impression over right. yeah yeah i think i think so yeah in six years basically later, for you so my yeah. mom was the impression i didn't even make an impression right it's what i'm hearing your mother basically i'm just a little background character <laughs> that's amazing okay um, well to get into this Um, she had asked what makes our relationship so great. And Mm -hmm. I think the number one thing that really stands out to me when I think about our friendship is that vulnerability is the key to connection. And I think that you and I are extremely vulnerable with each other. And, um, that really, that really started like six years ago, I think, um, I really gravitated towards you. You always felt like a very safe place to me and somebody that wouldn't judge me and that I could cry to, that I could laugh to, that I could just be myself and be really silly and vulnerable with you. Yeah, I agree. I think 
I don't even know if you know this, but today you will. <laughs> okay. I, I know that you love being caught off guard. Um, I remember in the first year of our friendship, we got to know each other to a degree. Like we knew sort of like our general story, but I think I knew early on that God, this sounds like a relationship. Like, I'm, it's like from early on, I knew you were the one for me. <laughs> early on, I knew that like I wanted to like have like a real like deep friendship with you. And I remember like trying to ask you deeper questions. And I don't think you were really like catching on or like, not that you would dismiss them because you weren't being dismissive, but sort of in an unintentional way. And I was yeah. like, oh, dang. I was like, that's sad. I really thought this could be something. Well, that's Aww. okay. We're still friends. We're still friends. And then it was probably like a year or two later. It was probably like 2018 that you and I got like super close into the knit and gritty of our lives. And I feel like it's been yeah. The deal has been sealed. Yeah. That makes me so sad that I didn't <laughs> catch. So I was socially unaware that you were wanting a deeper connection. It's okay. I knew I, in my brain. I was like, I'll wait for her. <laughs> and I, I wonder why. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's just, I just had to like go through. I just figured out my life and yeah. I had to like walk through that, I guess. I don't know. There was a lot going on in that season of our lives too. And a lot of different people that I feel like we were also trying to make connection with. Like we were living yes. with 13 of other people. Yeah. No, that's so and true. Then we were in a, a school or we were with a nonprofit with a hundred people. So yeah, there was, was a lot, lot of going on, going out to coffee and getting to yes. know someone. And it, I literally went on like 50 coffee dates. <laughs> Right. Not dates, but like, you know, hangouts. Yeah. Like hangouts. just getting to know the people and like our right. our little crew. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, there was a lot there's a lot going on and it was it is like hard when you are living that way and figuring out who your closest friendships are. You know, because not that you're like weeding certain people out, but at the same time you kind of are in a way like not dismissing them, but just realizing like, oh, okay. Like this person is not going to be in my inner circle of good friends. Oh, this yeah. person, like I really am connecting with or whatever. So thanks for not giving up on me. Oh, really appreciate it. Of course. Yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, I think I agree with you with what, you know, at least for us, because different people maybe have different you know, values for friendship. But I think for ours, it has definitely been like honesty. Like if I'm going to share the story, I'm sharing the full story. I'm giving right. you every detail because if I spare detail, then I mean, what is that? You know, yeah. like why am I filtering myself? So definitely honesty, transparency, mm -hmm. and intentionality. You know, like I think friendship doesn't just 
happen. And to some people it does. Like maybe if you live in close quarters, like it's your neighbor or it's your coworker, you have these outside forces that bring you together all the time. Like your work schedule will bring you together. Right. But for us, we didn't have that. You moved to Colorado. I moved back home. Yeah. So it was really like calling you every day or you calling me, visiting each other and really making sure that we are making time for our friendship. Yeah. For one another. And I, we definitely throughout the years have had like, this has ebbed and flowed to where we, because we were, we were together, we did community together for like two and a half years mm-hmm. and that friendship really built up. And then when we both moved home at the same time, I remember there was a period, I felt like there was like three months, three to six months where we didn't actually talk that much. And I got really, maybe I'm wrong, but I felt like this is how I remember it was we didn't like, I felt like this insecurity of like, oh, I don't know if we're like as close anymore. And then we went and then we just kind of figured this out where we were like, why don't we just FaceTime each other like all the time? And so that kind of started. Do you remember that? No. You (laughs) don't? I do not remember there being a time where we necessarily like didn't talk for months. I do remember we were communicating a lot because I think we both had a lot going on that year towards the end of the year. And I think that's how our FaceTime started is it was like a daily check-in of like, how are you with your stuff? Good. How are you with your stuff? And I think the daily check-ins turned into like just needing that friendship connection. And we'd be on the, we'd be FaceTiming for like two hours. Yeah, I'd be making breakfast or lunch or whatever, or this is super like sappy and super weird. But like at one point I remember like we both had our journals and we would like just reminisce and like flip through and be like, Oh my God, I wrote this a few years ago and I can't believe that. And we went through like our, our, our journals together. Yeah. But well, maybe, maybe I'm there remembering, was, yeah. maybe I'm remembering a time where we didn't have those, like where it was like daily and weekly. Right. It was more just like every other week or yeah, every other week it'd be like FaceTime you or something. It just like felt like longer. Yeah. Farther I'm apart, sure that's the case. I probably just does, don't, you recall that. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, I do think that we kind of figured out a rhythm of, yeah, because we are living in different places, just, yeah, FaceTiming tech. Well, actually we don't text. No, because you're awful at it. Yeah, I really am the worst. It's like so but bad. Because, because it's like, I don't care to talk to like text you. I just want to call you. I want to hear your voice. I want to see your face. There's nothing to text about. You yeah, know? you're like super lame on text. You're like way more exciting over the phone. <laughs> I'm way more exciting. But some people are the opposite. Some people are more exciting on text than they right. are on the phone. Like you're texting them and they're giving you like all types of details and emojis and you get them on the phone and it's just like... They're like, yeah. Uh-huh. A brick for a personality. Right. Mm, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just prefer to see your lovely face. Yeah. That's all. Um, well, I have a question I want to ask. Um, I found this 
on the internet, which sounds sketchy, but it's fine. Um, and I did this with another friend and it's like, it's like revealing, I guess, which I guess is kind of cool. I guess it can give people an insight into our friendship. But so the first question is, um, in the context of friendship, what draws you closer to me? And then as well in the context of friendship, what pushes you away from me? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. In the spirit of vulnerability. Right. Let's put Um, it into practice. Okay. Okay. You won't hurt my feelings. Okay. Um, What pushes me towards you? I think number one, our personalities just mesh really, really well together. I'm a nine on the Enneagram. You're a seven. So, and we both like to do this, like similar things. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that that really drew me to you. Like we just like same hobbies basically. Um, also, Okay, I'm thinking we used to sing. Do you remember this? We used to, to we, we used to make singing videos together. <laughs> and oh god. <laughs> and I remember if I can if I'm like singing in front of you, that means that I feel very safe with you. <laughs> and we would do like little harmonizing videos and stuff. Oh my word. I I'm... just those are in the like Snapchat archives somewhere. Oh, yeah. They are never seeing the light of day. No, 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 never. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I think that like, honestly, that was like one of the things that drew me like way back in the day was just like, this girl's fun and like likes to sing and just like, we like to do the same things. Um, but I think as we, our friendship evolved and got deeper, I think it was your... Like you're just very good at listening, honestly. And I I get to just brain dump what I'm going through, whether it's with my family or a boy situation or um maybe like what I'm going through with the Lord, um, something like that. And I feel like you are just somebody that's there to listen. And you're also um you give great advice. So, and I, and I think what you said, going back to trust, like I trust you with my life. And so I trust that you have the best intentions for me and you wouldn't tell me something if it wasn't true and honest. And so I know that I can always go to you for anything. And, um, I think that that has been like, that's just who you are. So that's what I'm really attracted to. Um, okay. Now punch me in the face. Do it. <laughs> well, this is difficult because I really don't. Okay. The question, what, what was the question? <laughs> in the context of friendship, what pushes you away from me? Like maybe what are some things that I do that you're like, eh, it kind of like pushes you away. Um, oh shoot. This really is hard because I feel like there's not a whole lot. Um, I think at one point, okay. (laughs) I think at one point, uh, you would call me, you were calling me a lot. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I think it was, I was like, I don't know. I must've just been in like a busy season of like my house reno and, um, just like my job, like figuring out a new job and living back at home, whatever. And I remember there was like, it was a small season. It was a small season, but you would like really, really call me a lot. And now that I'm saying this, I'm realizing you probably were like going through stuff maybe. (laughs) And like, you just needed a friend. And I was just like, okay, this, like, I love her so much, but like, I just can't, I just can't talk on the phone today. But now I'm really, now I'm saying that I'm like, oh my goodness, she probably just needed me to talk or me me to listen. Oh my god! But that was like, honestly, the only thing I think. Yeah. Well, if I, something comes to you, I'm sure there's something. I, you know, there has to be. There has to be. You're a little, you're a little, you're a little like grumpy in the morning sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'll and give I'm, that to you. And I'm like very like happy in the morning. Like <laughs> I'm just like, oh, good morning. And like, da, 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 da. And you're just kind of like, please don't speak to me until I have my coffee. And I'm kind of like, mm, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I feel like that is something which is hilarious because as a a seven on the Enneagram, and for those who don't know, it's just very friendly, outgoing, but that's that's like what we present to the outside world. But in reality, we just like don't want to talk or like we have those moments where we're not into people pleasing. And when I get comfortable with someone, I start to become less and less and less. And I think you've definitely experienced that of just where I'm not talking and you're like, are you okay? Yeah. Cause sometimes like, I think you're mad at me. Yeah. No, no, no. And then I'm like, but then now I've realized like, oh no, she just like needs coffee and for me not to like talk to her for an hour or something and she'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> so easy. Um, oh my God. All of those made me laugh so much. That's so funny. Um, there you go. I love that. Well, what about the question? Oh, I asked the question. Okay. What draws me closer to you? Um, there's something about you that feels very safe. Um, and that's something that I am drawn to, I think in a lot of my relationships is this feeling of safety, like emotionally or, um, personality wise, like being able to show like my, my weird side. And, um, I can't do that with a lot of people. And you're definitely someone that knows me speaking of my, my grumpiness or my outgoingness. So you, um, I think because you are very unfiltered and honest, like you rarely filter something. Like when you word vomit, it is like just straight up from the brain, not even passing through some sort of niceties or filters. Yeah. And I think your raw honesty kind of encourages my like honesty in the sense of like my personality and being honest is just how I feel in that moment. Um, so that really draws me close to you. You also bring out my, um, 
relaxing side. I think another part of me is I really truly love to be like snuggled up and relaxed, even though it may seem like I'm going left, right, up, down. She's here. She's there. She wants to travel. It's like, yes, I like, yes, but I have such a desire to like be like rooted and grounded and you have a lot of that. I don't know if it's like in your just personality or the way you are. So when I'm with you, I just want to like lay down and watch movies. Seriously. (laughs) And to me, that's, to me, that is quality time or like drive and listen to music. Something that's so unexciting, something that's so mundane. Yeah. But for me, it, I can't do that with everyone Mm. because with some friends you're like, oh shoot, like we're, it's silent now. Yeah. And, and we're not saying anything or, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, there's no never- need to feel like, like you don't have to, like, you don't have to entertain me and I don't have no. to entertain you. No. And that is such a relief off my shoulders yes. that I don't have to entertain you. Yes. Oh my and goodness. There is like no awkward silence. Like we'll be on the phone and it's silent and I'm just <laughs> sort of like not even phased. Right. Or like so, in the car and it's like, we don't need to talk yeah. all the time. It's just glorious. Seriously. It's like heaven sent. So, okay. What pushes me away from you? Hit me. Oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I think there was probably someone we were living together. Mm. Because when you live with someone, obviously we all live very differently. Um, But... Okay. I think I have one, but I live with it and it's fine. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You, and this is a good thing about you. This is a good thing about you. You are very like go with the flow, easy, invite anybody down for anything, which is great. But sometimes on occasion, I like the plan exactly how it is and i don't want it to change Ah. so if like you and me had plans to go to the beach on wednesday Mm -hmm. and you're like oh yeah and great like and i i invited this person and this person i'd be like it's fine fine but but i know it's a good trait because you're very inclusive (laughs) like you are not an exclusive person at all you will invite the guy you met at a coffee shop you know to do to like go hang out with us. I think that's great. Yeah. But sometimes I just get so like, oh, I just liked our plan. But that's fair. Um, like yeah. I said, it's not something awful. So learned to live with it. Yeah. I can see that. I can <laughs> definitely see that. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, that wasn't that. That wasn't bad. No, I no. With that. I no, can no. live with that. We can live with each other too. It's yeah. good. We're good. It's good. Yeah. Podcast can continue. <laughs> oh, praise God. Um, it is interesting. I wanted to talk a little bit about jealousy and insecurity in friendship. And Oof, also I'm, I'm eating a cough drop right now. I'm sorry. I've been sick this week, so hopefully you can't hear that. But, um, I, so I am somebody that can get very insecure about my friendships. Mm-hmm. And I've had this since I was in high school where, if, if, um, let's say I am, 
I don't know. I just kind of like get it in my mind that so-and-so doesn't like me or love me as much as I like and love them. Hmm. And so it is, that has always been something that I was, was like aware of. And so that definitely translates, not necessarily jealousy much anymore, but definitely the insecurity part. But I have, I have a close knit group of women that are in my life that I can tell anything to. And, um, and I have two friends specifically, like the three of us, we all became friends at the same time because we all work together. And I had this, these moments the years ago where like they would hang out and not invite me for whatever reason. It wasn't like yeah. a, oh, let's exclude Maggie. It was more of like, oh, I'm downtown. You're, you work downtown. Like, let me just go get coffee or something. And so it was never anything malicious or like leaving me out on purpose or anything like that. Yeah. It, but those thoughts of insecurity, like really crept in and I was like, oh my goodness, like, am I, do they not like, are is my friendship with each of them not as good as their friendship together? And I actually, and now that has definitely just through like maturing and realizing like, that's just the enemy. And my friendships are going to be what I make them and, um, just really taking back control of that. And so now I don't really, that's not really a struggle, but with you also, I had that because we don't live in the same area. I would see on social media or you would tell me about how you were with so-and-so or you're taking a little day trip into San Francisco with so-and-so and, um, and I remember feeling jealous. I was like, oh my goodness, like, that's my friend. Like, I hope, and I basically was like, I really hope that I am still, um, like, I'm not being replaced, I guess. Yeah, you're still important. I'm still in alive. You. Yes. Yeah. And like, I love that you had community, of course, but I just had this insecurity that I was getting replaced or something. And it was like completely out of my control because I wasn't there. I can't just, we can't just go get coffee or go work out together or do these certain things. Yeah. And so, um, I would, I would just kind of watch from afar and I'd be get, I'd get sad. I'd be like, oh, I hope Margaret. I'm... Yeah. But, but honestly, but like, I don't deal with that now yeah. that I would say was like, I don't know, maybe a year two years ago. Um, but now I just don't like focus on that. Like, I'm just like, no, like I know, I know that I know that our friendship is so solid and the foundation of our friendship is, um, really amazing. And it's been built over years and it's intentional. And so, um, I just can't control, you know what I'm saying? Like that was basically me trying to like take control. Yeah. And, um, So yeah, there was, I have definitely struggled with that a lot. Yeah. I, yes, I have had my fair share of just struggles in terms of, um, having close friendships and something that I've dealt with. And I, you know, for the most part, it's something I don't deal with anymore, but maybe sometimes, but, um, 
and my friendships or relationship, I realized that I would, um, test, I would test you guys. So whether it be like for you, for instance, um, let's say we hadn't talked in a week and in my brain, I'm always the initiator. I'm like, Oh, it's so easy for me to pick up the phone and call her because I do it all the time. But I'm like, we haven't talked in a week. She has not called me. So I'm just going to wait. I'm going to see how long it takes for Maggie to call me. Mm -hmm. And then I'm literally just digging myself a hole because little do you, you could be so busy doing your house renovations. And I'm over here thinking that like, oh, like, you know, without me, there's no intentionality in this friendship. And like you failed a test that you didn't even know you were taking. Does that make sense? Yeah. Wow. I but know. Also, I think, <coughs> sorry, <clears throat> I think that's valid in a sense because I think it's good, honestly, to have those moments of checking in of like, am I the only one putting in the yeah. effort? And I remember a time though, when you were the only one that was initiating and that actually is true. And I felt really convicted about it actually, because I think it was because you would always do the calling. And so I was just like, cool, I'll just wait for her to call me. Yeah. And it was never, it was just, it wasn't that I didn't want to call you or something. It was just like, well, she's probably busy or else she would call me (laughs) type of thing. Yeah. But I actually felt, but then you, I remember that because I remember you stopped calling as much. And then I was like, oh shoot, like I need to call her. And yeah. I felt like convicted because I was like, dang, I, I need to like be more intentional with this woman. <laughs> so I, yes, I can see how like, it's good to check to make sure you're not the only one like putting effort in, but there was like nothing of substance to like back up those claims that right. like you guys should be tested. Like my friends. Yeah. Right. Um, so I had to. Honestly, something I've learned as an adult is you have to suck it up and do it. Be the first one 10 times. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, nobody's going to look back or rarely someone's going to look back and be like, oh, that was because Faith texted first. It's like when you finally like grow a relationship with someone or you, um, you know, build this great friendship. It's like, that's what you focus on. You don't look at like, oh, well this all started because I texted first, you know? Yeah. And so now I'm just over it. I'm like, you know what? No, I'm (laughs) I'm going to text. I'm going to call. And and I've also realized, because I had a friend say this to me (laughs) because I was so like nervous that a friend would have a problem with me, not tell me. She's like, Faith, trust me. If I have a problem with you, I would tell you. For some reason that gave me like comfort. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't have yeah. to keep fishing for like, um, are we okay? Is anything wrong? You know, it's like, no, we've built a friendship to the point where if there's something wrong, you're going to tell me straight up. And if you're not bringing it up, that means nothing's wrong. You know? Yeah, that's true. I I definitely have a, I have a friend who is super okay with confrontation. 
Mm-hmm. And even recently about the texting thing, she goes, Maggie, you suck at texting and you need to be better. And like, da, 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 da. And right. I was like, yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but, um, <clears throat> but I think that is true. And I think that we don't, for uh, for our friendship, there is hardly any time. I don't think there's ever really been a time where it's like, Faith, you need to like do this or stop doing this. Like that's super intense, I should say. Yeah. But again, I think it's just because our personalities just mesh, re- mesh really well together, maybe. Yeah, we don't have super opposite personalities. No. Which but, is great. <clears throat> it is so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember when, because at one point you were basically my only friend. (laughs) I'm sure I could say the same. I think in that 2018, like going into 2019 period of life, you were like the only one, like, I don't know who I would talk to consistently. Well, yeah, because when I moved back home, I didn't have community here. Yeah. And I'm sh- and same for you. Mm-hmm. So we basically, we were it. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, well, here we go. Mm-hmm. This is our FaceTiming is our community right now. And then now flash forward years later, and it's so fun and such a blessing to be able to have a core group of girlfriends. And I think I, I can speak for both of us when I say that we both have that. Right? Yeah, and I've met your friends and you've met my friends. Yes, which is so fun. Yeah. I love that. I love it when friends get to become friends with your friends. Other friends. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, again, I'm more the merrier. So I'm like, you yeah. are. You are more the merrier. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Like I said, I do love that about you. Yes. Um. I do you have any okay do you have any advice um before we wrap up mm. for any women who are <clears throat> maybe in search of good female friendships um or any advice or anything like that Yeah um and I guess you can also wrap like just friendships in general like guys looking for friendships. I think there's a lot of like core, um, traits and core values that need to take place, but I'm sure in the more minute details, like those relationships evolve differently, but it's funny cause it's, it's a balance. I would say be consistent with showing up to the different places in your life, whether it be work, church, school, because those are the places that's how you meet people. It's like, there's not an app to meet friends. I mean, actually there is Bumble BFF. Oh no, absolutely not. Margaret. Are you on the app? No, I'm not on the app, but I am just saying there is one. Okay. Technically. Because speaking from experience, I, two of my closest friends here in the Bay area I, not to say I wanted nothing to do with them, but kind of, <laughs> just, I wanted nothing to do with anyone. Yeah. I went to a new church and I was like, no, like I don't want to be here. And they know this, they know this and they shared the story. 
was like, I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. I am not looking. Cause sometimes when you think about a new friendship, it seems like a lot of work. Like, yes, like, like exhausting all up again. Yeah. And I have to do this again. And so that's what I was thinking of. I'm like, no, dude, I have great friends. I have Maggie. I have this person. I have, I don't need people from this church to be in my life. And I wasn't intentional, but I was consistent in showing up. And in doing so, I got to see their personalities. I was like, oh my gosh, we are so similar. That's crazy. And just developing a friendship naturally from that point. So I would say like, consist- like I said, consistently show up to the places, you know, your normal day-to-day places in your life um, and be intentional. I think asking questions is super important. And I understand that some people don't know how to ask questions. Mm. Um, and with that, oh my gosh, I lost this game, but I love it. Do you remember how we used to play? We're not really strangers. You lost the game. Well, oh no, I'm getting it that got, for Christmas. It got stolen. <gasps> okay. That, well, they clearly needed someone to connect with. So that's a story for another time. Okay. But, um, so there's this game. Wow. It's like an advertisement. There's a legitimate like card game called we're not really strangers. And Mm -hmm. there's three different levels of questions. So there's surface level questions. Like for example, it's like pick three songs that you think would be in my playlist. Random. There's level two questions, which is maybe what we just asked, like, what was your first impression of me? And then level three questions, which is like, were you loved as a child? (laughs) You know, it goes like, it sounds like your childhood drama. (laughs) Literally. So even like card games like that are a super easy way to get to know someone. I've played it with you. I've played it with even friends I've known for years. There's questions in there that you've never asked someone before. Um, There's a relationship pack as well, where it's more geared towards like relationship ended questions. Um, But that's another good way. It's like you, you just got to like get to know people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And find common ground, common interest. Yeah. You know, just like if it's working out, go work out together. If it's hiking, go hiking. If it's like baking, then bake together. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I think another thing, last but not least, is patience. It's like we weren't, we didn't instantly become best friends. Like we said, we met in 2016 and you and I didn't get deep, deep until 2018. So there could be a friend in your life right now who you're not that close to, but give it some intentionality and some time and it can grow into like one of your most deepest friendships. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's good. That's what I have to say. Hot diggity dang. Hot I love diggity it. Dang. Yeah. Thankful for you for being Thank my friend. Always. Yes. I love it. Okay. Well, I think we covered everything. Yeah. That was good. I feel good about it. Yeah. Well, we always love the questions. So continue to ask questions. Yes. Um, if not, we have like a list of like freaking 30 topics. So... Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to get through. It's a lot to get through, which is great because 
we can talk. So we can talk. <laughs> Lord knows we can talk. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, DM us on Instagram at the Sunday.edit if you have any comments, concerns, questions, topics, all of the things. Um, yeah. But we love your feedback. We love your feedback. It's been so fun the mm-hmm. past few weeks getting text messages about what they loved about previous podcasts and stuff like that. So if you have anything like that, please send it our way. Yeah. We would appreciate it. Agreed. Okay. Well, on that note, um, it's the month of November and that means Thanksgiving is here. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. So we hope that you guys all eat all the best foods mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Get your fall things done while you can. Get your fall things done. Your apple cider. Ew, I hate apple cider. Okay. Well, we don't need to go into that right now. Yeah. So anyways, but just like do all the fall things. Have fun. Yeah. Have fun yeah. with it. We really need to figure out like our intros and our outros. <laughs> I know. We're actually going to get a jingle going. Um, or if any of you want to create a jingle for us, hey, we will pay you in praises and compliments on our podcast. There you go. Yeah. We eventually need to because that way we don't we stop rambling. Yeah. It's like a ramble to the end. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to cut it <laughs> off now. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this on the edit. We love you. We will see you next month. Bye.